0: Capital Comics is the company Nexus Volume 2 Issue 3 dated September 1983 entitled A Nice Place to Visit is the story. Now we have the this issue reprinted in Nexus Legends Issue 3 from First Comics dated 1989, Nexus Issue 1 Dark Horse 1993 and Nexus Archives Volume 1 Dark Horse 2006. Our creators are Mike Barron with pencils and inks by Steve Rude. Mike Barron did the script, by the way. Colors from Les Dorshide Letters Mary Mary Pullion. Now on the cover, front and back, as it's another gatefold, we have a painting by mister Rude. Well No, let me see. Flip it over here. No, I take that back. The back cover has got a Badger advertisement on it, which kind of looks like it might be the first cover of the Badger book. I'm not sure. I'll have to see that next episode or next, next episode. I forget which one. (laughs) Coming soon. Steve Rude painted cover on the front. Nexus burning his way through a wall, or a wall is being burned to get to him. Guards pointing guns at he and Sundra. Sundra fighting off some guards. Nexus getting ready to uh, fry the guards that we see holding weapons. Editorial here on the inside front. Uh, Nothing really jumped out at me reading it. I don't recall really anything. Making a... Um, plea for more females to write into the letters pages of which they're they're included in this issue as well Indisha, yeah nothing outstanding last issue nexus dave and tyrone rescued judah's living head from the slave trader clausius who barely escaped with his life while they were away from islam ursula beat the crap out of sundra and sent her back to earth to stand trial for treason that's the recap we start with the uh, inquiry on Earth, and we find out that Jill's name is Jilkoid de Smoot-9, and she's licensed by the bar on Periwinkle, Aldebaran 7, and Uranus, which, as you know, has reciprocal licensing with the web. So, she is qualified to represent Sundra Peel in these proceedings. And standing here next to her is Mesro. The court clerk says that uh, everything checks out with Mr. Smootnine and that she is able to do as she says she's going to. Prosecuting is a male member of her same race, and when they see each other, they hiss and uh, assume very aggressive attack postures. And one of the court clerks indicates to the Judge, who is losing her mind. They can't help it, your honor. Irrefutable genetic law. All males of the species have an extreme revulsion for females and vice versa, except during mating. Of course. So the judge talks the two species down. Maybe Peril I don't know. That was the first place mentioned that she was licensed. I'm not sure if that means that that is the origin planet or not. So with order restored, Jill walks Sundra off to start putting together a case. We go to Islam. We're inside Nexus's room. Nexus and Dave and the head de Judah are here. Nexus puts Judah's body and his head in his back to tank here and tells Judah's head Judah to do what he's gotta do and he forcibly rips himself off of the platter that he uses to levitate around. And in the back to tank, the body and head unite, and with the power of zzz, which is Z's being emitted by Nexus, and the Bacta tank, which has some interesting properties we find out at the end of this issue, um, Judah is healed, apparently. Not exactly sure how or why, but after the outlay of energy, Nexus has to get in the tank, even though it's just been filled with all kinds of extruded Judah ichor and blood and whatever other liquids and whatever, and yuck. So he gets in it and climbs out, ready to go. Judah, Dave, and Nexus all congregate and march off to find a ship to get to Earth. But they find that Fuerzo let Jill take Nexus's personal ship. And we know that because it has an N on it. So that tells you that it's his personal ship. So they don't know what ship they have that will actually be able to get them there or... How long it'll take them to get there on another ship? Ursula offers her ship, the Luigi Fazul. I, yeah, the name. Wow, and uh, says it can get there in three days, basically seventy-two hours. Nexus is like, why are why are you doing this? Why are you helping? It, it's your fault that she even had to go to Earth. And Ursula was, you know, I'm I'm just a messenger. Don't kill the messenger. So a little banter back and forth, and he decides to journey with Ursula on her trip back to Earth on her ship. There's a little back and forth here the first night on the ship as she starts to lay out some plans to seduce Nexus. The second day, we have a scene where um, Judah is drinking beer for breakfast. says it's mother's milk to us Thunes when Nexus asks him beer in the morning. Ursula, once again, beckons Nexus out and takes him to the bio garden on the ship. They call it the wood. Big, watery, beautiful, although this is starry because it looks right out into space, I guess. Uh, Trees, birds, a couple toucans here, it looks like. She says there's no bugs here, that they can do whatever they want and be whoever they want and say whatever. they. More of the trying to seduce him here in front of this watery... uh, Pond, lake, idyllic kind of setting. He asks her what the two X's in her name stand for. Her name is Ursula XX Imata. She says it stands for kisses. Oh, give me a break. He excuses himself and heads off. That evening, he and Judah are playing around. They have dinner with Ursula. Uh, again, she is plying some some feminine wiles with a drink here called uh, filter. P-H-I-L-T-E-R. She says it's an ancient kind of wine. Well, he excuses himself from her, walks by, says goodnight to Judah, sits down on his bed and gets in his suitcase. And we know it's his suitcase. Why? Exactly, because it has a big N on it. He says goodnight to a picture of Judah. Keep smiling, kid. That's what it says. A scene of him laying here, kind of in the background with the ship flying through space in the foreground. Um, he dreams, and he dreams of Judah dancing, and, and he and she playing, and the breeze, and... Pretty colors and roses flowing back and forth as they're falling from the top of the picture, being blown, falling to the bottom of the picture, blown back and forth across the page in a nice, lazy journey. Making out here at the end of the picture, he wakes up with a start, looks over, and realizes that Ursula is naked in bed with him. He tells her to get out, kicks her out, bros before, well, anyway. So she asks, Well, what's the hurry, lover? No one knows I'm here. Well, except you, of course. You'll always know. Oh, man, she is just, yeah. They land on Earth. Interesting thing, Atlanta is now the capital city of the Web. The Web is our solar system. All of it. And then outer space is outside our solar system. So Judah takes the opportunity. He's talking to the paparazzi and he's introducing uh, he and Nexus and he's just being very boisterous in announcing he's there. They have a meeting, they being Judah and Dave and uh, excuse me, Judah and Nexus with the president. Nexus tells the president that he wants his friend Sundra Peel released, and the president says, well, I, I can't do that. She is on trial, and if I interrupt things, I could be accused of meddling with the judiciary, and that could boomerang. Judah threatens him, but Nexus kind of talks him down. Nexus and the president have this little conversation about letting things just run their course. Oh, by the way, where do you get your power? How do you use it? How much is there? What, you know... Ultimately, we find out that that is what Earth's position is: is that they are having power issues, and it was positioned early on that Earth had a issue with suns going out whenever Nexus uses his power. Apparently, that was a lie because it's not come up since. What Earth wants is they want access to his power, which um, I don't know. We've already seen him get beat down once by somebody, but well, with the same type of power, but uh, a slightly different methodology of getting it than his. Well, no, I take that back. Not his. Uh, Judah. Judah and the big green dude, Bellows, they derive their energy from similar place as did the initial pirate, um, what was it? Suda Leberk. So Suda LeBurk, Bellows, and Judah all derive their power from approximately the same methodology. Nexus's power is still unknown, actually, as to where exactly it comes from. Unknown to us. He may know. But he he won't divulge. And he says here that he won't tell him. He goes to visit Sundra in prison. They have a conversation. He brings her up to speed. She brings him up to speed. And basically, he has the position, why, why don't I just tell him about my power? It's no big deal. And she tells him, no way, Buster. That's your business, and it better stay your business. I took a big chance, so it would, in not. Telling them anything, I think, is is her chance. The guards come and get him, ask for his autograph on the way out. He and Judah. Judah is here. Judah's always with him for whatever reason. I guess Judah can't do anything by himself. They leave the prison and they're besieged by the paparazzi. Who are there both because of Sunder Peel, but also because they heard he is in town. All kinds of things asking him about appearing here and being on a broadcast there, sell me your book rights, and all kinds of different things here in the crowd being shouted out at him. Then somebody attacks him. Uh, accusing him of being a false prophet, an antichrist. Well, Judah jumps in the way, blocks the laser assassination attack with his sword, grabs one of the drone cameras that are flying around nearby. How prophetic is that in 1883? slings it at the dude and hits him in the head. Well, the guards check him out and say, you hit him too hard, Judah, he's dead. And Judah says, I hit him just hard enough. Now, Judah and Nexus retire to. I assume it must be Judah's uh, place there. Because remember when Nexus had his night out with Sundra and they first met Judah, they retired somewhere there nearby. And I say that because it's a very homey looking place. And Judah has an eagle sitting on his shoulder as a pet here. So it had to have come from somewhere, so I'm assuming that it was at his house, and that is where we are. Judah takes a couple minutes and brags about the sword that he has, that it was given to him by the heads. H-E-A-D-S says um, it's awesome. It can do all these things. It can block this kind of uh, absorbs light, and it can absorb particle beams and all these things. And then he says, you know... If you really want one, I'll, I'll get I'll get my boys to make you one. And uh, Nexus leaves. Uh, Judah turns around, and Nexus just gone. So the next day, the judge proclaims that there will be no bail, and Jill objects, but to no avail. The judge doesn't listen. Nexus gets upset, and he and Judah and uh, excuse me, Sandra walk off and just discuss things for a little while. Jill excuses herself, and here Nexus tells Sundra that uh, be ready, later tonight I'll pop in and spring you and we'll run back to Isla, let the poo fall where it. So Nexus tells Judah about the plan. Judah uh, kind of tries to talk him out of it, but not really. Uh, more than that, tells him that he's, you know, he's got his back. As a matter of fact, he says, you know, I've, I've got this uh, talk show appointment tonight. Why don't you come on the show, too, and tell everybody that Sundra is innocent to try to sway things uh, towards your point of view to, to get the, the public on your side? Because as soon as they hear that you've broken her out, the public will... Have issue with that because you're using your power that way. So try to get as many on your side tonight as you can before you do that. Come on with them. So they go to the talk show and it's hosted by Vosker, who is uh, that's V O S K E R, Vosker, Vosker, who looks to be like a talking uh, alligator or crocodile. That's the head, Um, and actually he's got green scaly hands too. So I assume his whole body is like that. So Vosker. Uh, Starts off with, great, Nexus, why do you go around blasting the bad guy? And Nexus tells him, hey, I don't blast anybody that doesn't deserve it. As a matter of fact, murderers, see my fate. Hear my words. Know that someday I may appear. And on that day, murderers, you will die like cringing mongrels. And as soon as he finishes, Vosker jumps up in front of the camera. Right. We'll be right back. But now here's an important message. Things got kind of serious there, and he's trying to lighten them up. Later that night, Nexus does indeed fly up to the prison where Sandra is, is being held. Breaks in, breaks her out. In the meantime, the guards and everybody that is going to try to stop Nexus, just when the time comes and he is standing there in front of them, they just hold up their weapons. They throw them down, go, you know, tell them go do whatever you want to. We won't try to fight. He and Sundra walk out to the ship and take off. Uh, there's a panel here on the This page, um, number unknown, about 27, 28, 29, something like that. And it looks like it's a painted image, one of Rude's painted images, but it's a panel that is just half the page vertically. So it's a very small picture that's painted. But the artwork appears to be that same style as the painted covers have been. Jill... And Musrow are playing. Sundra and Nexus are over here sitting watching them. Dave is nowhere to be found. The president is left holding the bag. I believe that's kind of the subtitle of this last portion, this last chapter. Ursula and the president are talking. When she made the arrangements to be the ambassador and go to Islam to try to get next, she told the president that she would succeed or he could have her life. So she is here. I'm ashamed when my services are no longer required, I offer my life in expiation, she said. That's very kind of you, Ursula, but it won't be necessary. What about the solution you obtained from the tank? That's the president. She says a mystery so far, Mr. President, but it bears an uncanny structural resemblance to human blood. So, uh, does that mean that that back at the tank is like some kind of artificial womb uh, for him or something like that? Not sure. Next issue... Okay, what's all the noise about dreams? Find out in 60 days when Nexus pays a call on the ziggurat. Next page is ads about back issues, the portfolio, the buttons, subscriptions, posters. You can get the the flexi recording on tape now. So these are all the individual Nexus parts that you can buy from Capital Comics. Uh, here's a one-page ad once again for the fan club. Uh, they still have black and white two and three available. No number ones, as well as all the colors that we've read so far. Uh, now you can get a subs- You can buy Badger number one, or you can get a subscription to one through six. Uh, letters page. I didn't recognize any names. Nothing particularly insightful or predictive or anything like that by mike Barron i or uh richard brunning those are the two that answered all the letters as far as i could tell so well let's see there was tm maple wh- whoever that is i don't know if that's a plant for them or if that is someone that is actually a letter hack of the day and their letters are appearing everywhere but this tm maple appears here again uh So, going through the letters, pages, nothing, like I say, nothing outstanding. We do, uh, we're we're told that the first hundred people that sign up for the fan club will be known as Horatio's Heroic Hundred. And they will get a free Nexus poster along with all of their club items for being in the first hundred. Paul Mickey was fan club member number one. And so he got a copy of the Color Next issue one signed by Mike Barron. Steve Rood, and um, the Richard Richard Brunning, is that is Richard, whatever his name was, the editor. Final, let's see. Now, nah, two, two pages from the end, we have a full page or a half page ad for Whisper coming from Capital, and then the second page. Half of the page is for the Nexus portfolio, which is the second or third time that it's been hawked in the book. So they're really pushing this portfolio. Again, only 2,000 editions of this. Inside back cover is a full-page ad for the series Mars, which is coming from First Comic. Life on Mars is wilder than you can imagine every month beginning September. Count on it first comics count on us. And then the back cover, as I indicated at the top of the show, is a full color, like I said, looks like it, it may be the actual cover to the first issue of Badger. Again, I'll have to see when I see the book and, and sit down to read it. Actually, it says it's now on sale. So my production list, well, no, it I, I have Badger up next is what I'm talking about after Nexus 3. So there you go. So uh next time out will be the Badger Volume 1, Issue 1, will be the book that I'm looking at and talking about. If you want to send me any feedback, I have a Facebook page, Teal Productions, on, uh, well, Facebook, of course. Teal is T-E-A-L. Also on Twitter, you can find me at Teal Productions. The email address for the show is I imindyman at gmail.com. I-N-D-I-E is Indy in this application. And the website, comicbooknoise.com slash T-N-C. Tango November Charlie. Now, uh, uh, I hope everyone realizes that it's just the letters. I say those words at the end, that's the phonetic alphabet, so that you, you take the first letter of each word, and that is the letter I was supposed to have said, in case it's hard to understand in the recording or my enunciation or my accent doesn't work with, you know, your your particular ear or anything like that. But it is the letter T, the letter N, the letter C, and then phonetically I say Tango November Charlie, so you know what those letters are. Okay? Yeah, I didn't explain that too well Any Anyone that is familiar with the phonetic alphabet Will know what that's for um, I apologize to those that didn't know I'm used to speaking that way Because I work in emergency service So um, all of our um, Alpha is phonetic It's not, we say the letters But then we repeat it phonetically afterwards To make sure So, alright, there you go, a little bit about me A little bit too much, you don't care I will talk to you guys again next time Ciao